Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some relationships, maybe cross with them, am I the asshole as well? And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. So this story comes from a throwaway account and does come with updates as well. It's titled, Me, 22 female, with my partner, 24 male, of three years. I think he got catfished. Do I tell him or leave it alone? So before we met, my boyfriend had a girlfriend who supposedly died. I say supposedly because recently I've got a bit suspicious about whether or not that is true. And then I was telling someone about it and they said it sounds like he was a victim of catfishing. And now it sounds kind of like it. They never met. It was an entirely online relationship, but he was mad for her. She was supposed to come and move down to where he lives, but then she got terminally ill and didn't come. When she died, he arranged to collect some small sentimental tokens, several items, and got stood up many times. He didn't go to the funeral or anything like that. He was absolutely devastated and it ruined his life and some of his education. The reason I started to get suspicious was because it keeps coming up. So her friend contacted him on Facebook to ask how he's been doing and he said he was happy and he had moved on in life and she started bringing up bad stuff again, so he was unhappy. Then the same thing happened again sometime later. Different friend checking up on him and he says, yes, all is well, we're getting married. Oh, by the way, I found a letter from her to you. So then he gets this letter with keepsakes and the whole thing is back again. It's like every time he says things are fine, something comes up to make him not fine again, which made me suspicious. I'm sorry this isn't very coherent, but I'm finding it difficult to collect my thoughts. I will answer any questions to the best of my ability, but my question is, should I bring it up? It feels cruel to do so if we find out it's true because then he'd be so angry and betrayed. He got tattoos of her to commemorate her and all sorts of stuff. Imagine finding out it was all for nothing, but at the same time, I don't want him to keep getting sad about moving on and getting over her. I'm also terrible at keeping secrets. I know it's going to eat at me if I don't say something, but I'm prepared to take that if it won't hurt him. Help. Edits. I forgot to mention, once she was dead, her Facebook account was deleted. Now, I know Facebook isn't the most reliable source or the be-all and end-all of life, but most people I've heard of keep their loved ones' Facebooks so they can memorialize it. It seems far too much effort to provide a death certificate to Facebook to get rid of it. Edit 2. Thanks for all the great ideas, guys. I could never have thought of some of these. I'm going to look into it. Also, the friend has a very private profile that doesn't show her friends or anything, so for all I know, it's a cover photo and a profile picture and nothing else behind it. Edit 3. I'm overwhelmed. I never thought there would be such a response. I'm doing my best to reply to everyone, but there are so many of you now, it's hard to keep up. And we'll cover a couple of those comments in a moment before we move on to the update. Maybe it's just the Reddit in me in this one, but it does feel definitely suspicious that these keep popping up, almost like the person's checking on checking on him again 
to make sure he's like thinking about her or whatever. And I think regardless of the situation, you're worried about bringing it up, but at the same time, it keeps getting brought up anyway. So I think it's best to come from you, if anybody, but I'm looking forward to these suggestions, what we're gonna find down in the comments below, because clearly Opie is gonna be finding them useful. I haven't got a clue what you should be doing in this situation and how you can deal with it. So we'll start off with Blue Sky Blonde, who says, if you know her full name and state where she lived, you can solve this mystery by simply searching for a death record. I'll find out where she supposedly died the date she supposedly died, her full name, and do a little digging. After finding out one way or another, I'd then approach your guy or not. In addition, if she died tragically of cancer, there is most likely articles written about her from her hometown. You can find online and then provides a CDC link. Opie replies saying, I tried searching her name, illness, obituary. The problem is I have to ask him for the details because I'm not positive on them and he's going to wonder why I'm asking. Nothing comes up for her name, let alone her death or illness. I'm gonna feel seriously shitty if I turn out to be wrong and I bring it up with him. Taco Goat says, I was caught in the middle of a really, really nasty catfish situation. I used a throwaway, but whatever. I still think this guy deserves to be thrown in jail. I hope he is, but I don't know if my friends had enough proof to do it without my ex and then provides a link to that one if you wanna have a look at it. My ex always got very angry when I brought up Cat. When I found out that Cat was not who we thought she was and she faked her death too. I told him. He was extremely angry and completely shut down and told me in the coldest voice I'd ever heard from him to never bring it up again. That son of a bitch hurt people. No one deserved what he put them through. Knowing the truth definitely hurt my ex, but we moved on without Cat. I broke up with him for unrelated reasons. If you tell him, this will hurt, but he's hurting no matter what you do. Honestly, the friends reaching out sounds fishy because I'd already seen that in my case. I'd just keep watching. If anything else happens, give us an update. I'm a jerk, but I'm right, says funeral home worker here. Here's what you do. You said you already tried the obituary and there was none. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Lots of people die and don't get them because they are ridiculously expensive. Usually there's at least a death notice though, but not always. See if the local paper where she lived has death notices section would be in there for a day or a few days after she died. Second, you can find out who cremated her. It'd be a funeral home or a mortuary service. See if your boyfriend knows. If not, see if you can bluff the information out of her friend. Once you have that information, it's cake to confirm it with a funeral home or the mortuary service. We get genealogical requests constantly, so they won't be shy about giving out the information. Just call up and claim that you're a cousin or whatever this chick's name is and moved away and lost touch with all the family and haven't been able to get hold of them or tell them you don't get along with them. We get that all the time and you heard through the grapevine that she had died and you wanted to find out where she was buried but didn't know who did her services. They'd be able to look that up before you and tell you. Nope, never heard of her and you'll have your confirmation. But if you can't get the funeral home or mortuary who did it, okay, here's what you do. Google a funeral home in her city. Give them the same sob story about your dead cousin, but tell them you know she was cremated, but don't know where. And is there any way they could tell you everyone who has a crematory in the area? You could Google this, but you may miss some. All funeral homes have an up-to-date book called The Red Book that has every funeral home and mortuary in the country by city and state. We have to have it if someone dies out of state, but wants to use our funeral home because we have to find someone local to pick them up, embalm them and ship them to this but more than likely they'd be able to rattle off this information from memory. Everyone knows everyone in the funeral business in an area. We all have to deal with each other and they'd be able to give you this information easy. 
Now you have that and call all those funeral homes and mortuaries and have crematories and ask about your dead cousin. Sounds like a lot of work, but it's not as bad as it sounds. You can do it all in a day, just lots of phone calls. And one more from K Rad who says, regardless of whether he was catfished or not, it sounds like these friends are doing more harm than good. Frankly, if my close friend died, I wouldn't spend years checking up on them sporadically and bringing up bad memories. Finding a note that she wrote to him, how on earth would someone stumble upon that now? I agree things sound suspicious. The problem with telling him, however calmly, your opinion on the matter is that to him it would be like you didn't care about his relationship and were disrespecting her death. He would likely get defensive and resent you. Do any of his other friends share your same opinion? His close guy friends? Theories like this may be easier to swallow if you aren't alone in your beliefs. All this said, I think it would at least be worthwhile to tell him that you think talking to her friends and getting depressed is only holding him back. If I were you, I'd tell him that since you're engaged in starting a life together, you'd like to start as just the two of you, not him, you, and his dead ex-girlfriend. Tell him that it's time to move on and let go of what happened because frankly, you don't deserve to always come second to someone who isn't even there and may never have been. He should ignore any and all future contact attempts from her friends, or at the very least, he should tell them, I appreciate your concern. I'm trying to move on with my life and would not rather discuss the past. Please don't contact me about this matter again. And then OP answered this one saying, I'll answer you in order what you asked. The note was supposedly posted through this girl's door with no indication of where it came from and she knew he was on Facebook and so messaged him for his home address. However, I don't know how she knew his Facebook because the girlfriend's account is long gone, so she couldn't have just looked through the friends list. He's a very private and not very sociable person. He has few friends to begin with and I highly doubt they know anything about it. I know one person that knows she even existed and that she died. He's not the kind of person that would have told them about the letter or anything else for that matter. At the time he got the letter, I said, what about next time? What about the next time something resurfaces because we are sure as hell weren't expecting this one to pop up. He didn't say he wouldn't take them, but I feel so cruel trying to prevent it, like I'm jealous or something. I am a little bit, but I don't want to be. See Giffen replies to that one saying, when you say the note was posted through her door, do you mean she said some mysterious stranger slipped the letter under a door and vanished? And he believes that. Opie replies saying, no, it says a parcel came through the post. God knows where it came from. There's no return address or note or anything. And then goes on to say, I hadn't read these with this catfish and lark in mind before, but now I'm convinced. She says that it will make him cry and that whoever did it covered their tracks well and that perhaps it has something to do with how it was her, the dead girl's birthday recently. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
differently. So we have two updates to this one and we're gonna to move to the first update first, obviously. <laughs> so Reddit, you asked for your update. I'm afraid it's not all that exciting for you, but that's good for me. There was no anger, no bust up, no crying. He came home from the business trip early and I was nervous as hell because in my head, there were all these different outcomes from what was about to happen. So we sat on the sofa and I started talking about Catfish the TV show because I texted him about it and I dropped, would you want to know if that were you? And he said, probably not. Why? Well, then I told him. We talked for about three hours and I told him all the things you guys had said and all the reasons I thought it was a load of bollocks. He said he considered it himself before but never really thought about it. After seeing everything you lot said, I think he's more convinced now that it wasn't true after all. He did say though that it doesn't change anything, that even if she's not real, the person he knew and loved is therefore dead, so it still stands. But he's not going to engage in any more communication with the friends. The next time they come back or he'll call them out, I guess we'll see if it comes down to it. So then we talked about it a bit more today and he read some of the thread and I noticed he was a bit quiet and glanced over to see he had started doing the searching for himself and he admitted he didn't find anything but he did find things about his friend that previously passed away, which before he was using as, well, he's not on there and he's definitely dead, if you see what I mean. He started looking for the friends too and didn't find anything about them. So I think he's fairly convinced now that I slash Reddit were right. It seems unlikely we'll ever find the actual catfish, but at least we've resolved it now and I won't feel quite so, well, threatened, I suppose. By her in the future, knowing that she's not a real person and that the person behind her is actually a nasty piece of work. Thanks again for all your guys' help. If not for the things you guys said, I'd never have been so convinced. If anything else of interest pops up, I'll keep you posted. Second update. So even though he didn't say all that much, this kept coming up about finding out the truth and I suggested messaging the friend, the one who messaged him about the letter. Initially, he said no, he couldn't be bothered, but after a while, he decided he did actually want to find out the truth. The friend messaged back within seven minutes, which then made me start to doubt myself. If it was an active account, could it be fake? That sort of thing. Anyway, she said that due to some long, complicated reason, she was not permitted to attend the funeral. How awfully convenient, right? But that the ashes were scattered at some stately home down south. He said that was too far away and said she'd find out the church where the service took place so he could visit or whatever. He didn't have any intention of visiting, just wanted the name to call out the bullshit. She came back an hour later with a name and I rang slash emailed the church and, and that's what I've been waiting on to come back to you guys with. There was no record of it. We also searched both of her names in this phone book database thing, 192.com, and results came back for both. With many birth and marriage records, but no deceased later than 1984. So it seems that's that. I don't think we'll be doing anything about it. No grand gestures of, lol, we know you're lying sort of thing. It was just for peace of mind, really. Thanks for your support, Reddit. If not for you, I don't think I'd said anything to him in the first place. And we got a little edit, but before we get into the edit, I just want you to know there was another post OP posted on r slash what is this thing about a necklace that was gifted and the necklace was claimed to have been 25 years old. So OP wanted some more information on it and Reddit, of course, supplied the information and gave and gave some really good information on it. 
to which OP said edit, just for anyone who is interested. With the help of r slash what is this thing and Argos where I identified the necklace came from, it was determined that the box the necklace came in was from 2011 and the necklace itself was first launched in January 2012, 10 months before this friend made contact. The letter and package were supposedly wrapped up in 2009, near her death, and the necklace was supposedly bought at her birth, now 25 years ago, and worn between the ages of 18 and 20, where she died. Well, that would be 2007 to 2009, seven to five years before it existed. So at the very minimum, we know the friend is full of rubbish, and I can't think of anyone who'd want to do that but the catfish herself. And then I was looking through the comments to see if I could find any additional information on this one. Dolphin Baguette says, shit, how is he dealing with the news? And OP replied saying, he's fine actually. It was a long time ago and it's not like he thinks about it all the time. In fact, since the search started, he's probably thought about it more than prior to this letter popping up. He's quite black and white. She's still gone, regardless of whether she was ever there at all, if you see what I mean. Or rather, what he means, lol. A deleted user asked, so, is he still going to keep that effing tattoo? And OP replied saying, removing it isn't a priority, but we'll see. And something that really jumped out to me in this story, well, it probably jumped out to most people actually, is what goes on with this person? What's wrong with this person to, you know, string someone along for five years? And if there is catfishing, of course, and trying to keep getting involved in their lives like this, what drives them to keep doing it? And someone asked that very similar question as well, to which OP replied saying, I wish I knew. I'm more enraged that they come back all that time later with some fake gifts just to try and make it fresh again. He's the sort of person that never does anything bad to anyone, so it's not like he deserved it for pissing her off. Maybe the nice ones are easier to manipulate. And there was just one final comment which OP replied to. Megatrain said, sounds like some great detective work. Hope you and your SO are getting some resolution. I get the impression that you already know this, but grief for what he thought he had but didn't can be every bit as real as grief for a real person slash relationship that he lost. It sounds like it was long enough ago that this isn't an issue for him. But just in case he ever shows signs of this, I would never want you to discount his very real feelings of loss, even if she was never actually real. To which OP replied saying, there's still the very teeny weeny possibility that she was real and it's just a friend that is being manipulative and gave the wrong church or something and making up the letter. Not enough to make me think that we're wrong though. I think you are right. That has been so long, he isn't bothered anymore. He did say he has a terrible temper when provoked. Thankfully, I have never witnessed this and that after she died, the unfairness of it promoted one such outburst. He said that if he'd found out all this then, it would have been really bad for him, but now it's kinda okay. If it were to bother him in the future, I wouldn't dismiss it. But now he's fairly sure it's not true. I doubt it will come up again. We did start watching Catfish though. Now, I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of that situation with the information we got here? Do you think, you know, he was being catfished? And if so, what do you think drives someone to do this? I know it happens all over the world every day. In some cases, I could understand, you know, if it was about money, you know, someone trying to get money out of someone because there's an end goal. But what was the end goal in this situation? Again, I'm not saying, you know, it's a nice thing to do or anything like that, but it just gives a reason to why someone would go down that road. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. 
Now, just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the world to me. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 